0: And this is dealing with conflict without swearing out the person, without telling the person to go get fucked, without making sure that you don't, (laughs) to, to deal with conflict in a way that is a little bit more stable and healthy. Now, let's start with saying what my intentions are. My intentions by the end of this podcast is that you have more of an awareness around your own discovery on how you have dealt with situations and and conflict in the past and we've been we've all been in situations thousands of times where we haven't necessarily carried ourselves in a in a productive way in a healthy way and we have flown off the rail and lost our marbles and maybe it's something that you did today yesterday or previously but you have been in no doubt lots of situations where you thought like maybe I could have dealt with that challenging situation maybe i could have dealt with that conflict a little bit better so my intention is that you have more of an awareness around personally how you deal with these conflict and these challenging situations that come up and hopefully that you learn some tips that i'm going to share with you on how to navigate through it better and more effectively so let's start with saying this we have all been in these kinds of situations where we didn't manage our shit effectively where we lost our we lost our minds we started swearing we started behaving like children and then we have looked back and been like how the fuck was that even me behaving like that why did i go and say this why did i go and do that so we've all been in that situation many many times where we just haven't dealt with a particular situation with the right frame of mind. So that's why I thought it would be a good topic to discuss so that I could hopefully share some tips with you that I have found useful and that I have helped hundreds of my clients as well. So I'll definitely also say that I am no relationship expert, definitely not a relationship guru. However, I have over the years stumbled through my own fuck-ups, on things that I have found that have not worked, which there has been thousands. And I've also stumbled across a few goodies, a few good things that I have found actually have worked for me and dealing with my own conflict with friends and family and my wife and all of those kinds of people. So that's why I thought it would be cool to jump on and share some of those points with you. Now, this applies to if you have ever been, not if, when you have been in conflict situations with in the workplace, home life, friends, family, etc. It literally applies to any kind of conflict, which I'm sure you have been in many, many times, hundreds, if not thousands of times. And if you are like me, my friend, and you have got yourself in a really heated situation, whether it be an argument or disagreement with a friend, with a family member or whatever, And you have completely lost your shit to down the track, maybe an hour, maybe two, maybe a day later, think back and reflect like, hmm, maybe I. (laughs) once you've calmed down, you've thought like, I could have handled that so much better than what I did. I mean, I think we have all been in that situation many times where we just have looked back in hindsight and been like, fuck, shouldn't have said that shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have gone there, shouldn't have should have listened to this, you know, a lot of these kinds of should haves but you actually didn't do it. So I'll be the first to admit that I have been in that situation many times where some things that have come out of my mouth in the heat of the moment of the argument of the conflict have been things that I don't necessarily know to be true and I shouldn't have said them because they were quite hurtful. To the person that I was saying it to. So, if you are like me, you have been in this, that situation many, many times. So, let's go through some tips that I have found personally useful and that I have found useful to help coach hundreds of my clients all across the world to live a more effective, healthy, stronger life. Because for me, my idea of being an effective coach isn't just about the aesthetics my idea of being an effective coach and serving my clients goes way beyond getting them to have less belly fat, getting them to be fitter, getting them to fit better into those tight jeans, et cetera, et cetera. Like those things are important to me and I help my clients achieve that. But what I am most interested in is me making an impact, a positive impact in their entire life outside of the gym, in the gym, how they're interacting with themselves, how they're interacting with their friends and family and generally just helping them to live a better life. So I'm going to share with you some tips that I have taken on the chin and I am going to share with you some tips that I have found useful for myself as well as heaps of my clients too. So are you ready to get into those five? How many tips are we sharing? We're We're sharing five tips today five tips on how to deal with conflict more effectively without telling the person to get fucked. Cool. Let's get into it. Tip number one of what you can do to deal with conflict and a tough situation in the future is shut the fuck up and just listen. I find, I don't know about you, But I find that whenever I have got, whenever I get into an argument or a disagreement with someone, bang, my natural instinct is to get all I want to say out and all my opinions and all my shit over to the other person. And I am literally not even listening to what the other person is saying. I'm literally waiting for a pause in the conversation to inject my shit into the the chat into the into this dysfunctional communication that we've going on and i think my first point is probably the most important when dealing with conflict and an argument or whatever the fuck you want to call it and that is just shut the fuck up for a second like shut the hell up for at least 5 seconds and just listen I remember having a soccer coach and he he brought up this idea because he was sick and tired of his soccer students, us soccer students not listening. And I remember that he always used to say, like, Daniel, <laughs> how many, how many mouths do you have? And I said, uh, one. Okay. Now, how many ears do you have? I said, uh, two, looking at him like it was some kind of trick question. And he said, Okay. Now that means the ratio of you listening versus you talking is two to one. <laughs> so I thought, all right, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good uh, analogy or whatever the fuck you want to call that. All right, I'm going to remember that one. So I never actually forgot him saying that because I th- thought that he was trying to kind of get me on a trick question, one of those trick questions where there is no real answer. But essentially what he's trying to say is shut the fuck up and listen more. And I think that we are terrible listeners for the most part as adults. I don't know about you, but I feel like in the past, especially that I have been a terrible listener and all I have been waiting for is the person to stop talking or a pause in the conversation for me to inject my shit. And I have learned over the years of being a leader, being a business owner, entrepreneur, a dad, a father, a husband, all of those crucial things that I have learned, the importance and the value of listening. Because if you keep your mouth closed more often and you keep your ears open, you will be surprised on how much better conflict gets dealt with and how much you actually take out of it rather than just waiting for a pause in conversation completely neglecting what it is that the person has to say and then going around and around in circles with the same kind of conflict that loops around and around. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So the second tip, so the first tip is shut the fuck up and open your ears. Just listen. Listen to what has to be said and listen intently rather than just listening and pretend having like a blank stare on your face. Listen to what the person is saying, and you might surprise yourself where you will actually learn a thing or two on how, what the person is actually feeling, which will help you to better understand of their situation, which will interpret, which inevitably help you to deal with the whole conflict entirely, which leads us perfectly into our second point, which is once you are done with shutting the fuck up and listening The second point is step into their shoes for like five seconds. I'm not asking you to just step into their shoes for uh, an hour or two or the whole day, but literally just for five seconds, like step into their shoes. And what that means is slightly change your perspective on how you are viewing the situation because it is obviously very easy. look at it from your perspective because you are you and the whole world revolves around you, right? Because you are just you and that's just how it works. And that little voice wants to be seen and that little voice in your mind wants to be heard. And damn right, it's going to fucking create a fuss until it gets what it wants. Get it. I totally do. But if you just suspend The little voice and soften that little voice and step into the person, into the shoes of the person that you are having this disagreement with, and you step into it for like five fucking seconds, you will change your perspective on how you are viewing this conflict. And I'm not suggesting that you are going to be okay with it, completely okay with it. I'm not suggesting that you potentially won't still be very charged and upset about it. But what I am saying is that by helping you to look at the situation and the perspective of this conflict with a slight change of degrees of perspective will potentially change a lot of how you view it. And not only that, but it is also going to help you to grow and be a better person. It's going to help you to navigate through challenging situations that come up inevitably in your life in a different in a different way in a more effective healthy way you see if you don't do this in a conflict if you don't suspend your beliefs and suspend your ideas of what needs of how you could look at this particular conflict in a different way, and if you stay stubborn and dig your heels into the ground, not only are you going to get a terrible result outcome out of the conflict, and potentially it keeps looping and looping and looping for uh, many many years potentially to come, to inevitably end up in a in a catastrophe, and to the relationship, to the marriage, to the to the business partnership, whatever it may be. But if you are rigid in how you deal with conflict and you are stubborn and you dig your heels in and you refuse to look at it from a different perspective, I guarantee you one thing. I guarantee you that you are doing it in other areas in your life as well. When it comes to learning new things, when it comes to doing new things, when it comes to all of those other areas in your life, you are staying stubborn. You are not open to looking at it from a different perspective and therefore you are shutting yourself off from the potential of growth as a man, as a leader, as a provider, as a husband, as a as a son, as a brother, as a human being. If you do, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I've said this many, many times. It's a great quote by Tony Robbins. And it's so true because you are going to be straight refusing to look at it things that from a different perspective. And if you are going to be super stubborn during a conflict, then I guarantee that you're doing it in other areas as well, because you can't have one without the other. It's just not how things work. So point number two is step into their shoes and help yourself help them to look at it from a different perspective, learn something new, be open to looking at for something new and stop acting like a fucking child because that's all that we end up looking like and behaving like whenever we let our emotions get the better of us. We automatically turn into the four year old that our brain, our reptilian part of the brain, which is the oldest part of the brain thinks that we are. And that's why it, that's how it explains that you can see a grown ass man behave like a complete four-year-old throwing a tantrum in a supermarket. I'm sure you have seen that many, many times. And maybe you have been in that situation where you have carried on like a complete child. And that explains of why that actually happens. Not only is it embarrassing <laughs> for you, and for, for all of us that have behaved like that, but I mean, it, what kind of message is it sending to your children if that's how you are going to deal with conflict? And what is it saying about communication and all of that? That's obviously another topic for a com- another conversation, but let's get back into this point number three. I want to share with you is look at conflict and look at an argument and look at a fight, whatever you want to call it, as an opportunity for you. So, for example, if you are in a conflict with your partner, with your wife, with your girlfriend, with your fiance, with your mom, with whoever, look at it as an opportunity for you and the other person to align on values and outcomes. And if you take point number one, more serious and you stop fucking talking and you start opening your ears, if you just shut the fuck up and you open your ears and listen better, then you will listen to what is being said. And therefore, you will take the opportunity for you and the other person to align and come to more agreements on what they're saying versus what you're seeing what you're saying. And because you have kept your mouth closed, you have listened more, which means that you've taken more information from their side in. And then you can slowly but surely navigate some common ground with what your beliefs are, and what their beliefs are, what their values are, and what your values are, what their outcomes are, and what your outcomes are. And this will happen more by stepping into their shoes for a couple of seconds, shut the fuck up and listen to what they're actually having to say and aligning on these values and these outcomes. Cool? We all good with that. Hopefully that makes sense. The fourth tip that I want to share with you on how to deal with conflict and challenging situations that come up in your life is be aware of your negative patterns that you default into what do i mean by that we have all as adults been in the situation where we haven't dealt with challenging conflict situations very well we have given people the silent treatment we've just straight ignored people we've ignored the situation rather than dealing with it and we've just pretended that it doesn't exist and of course, it still does. And it keeps mounting and mounting and mounting. And that giant elephant in the room keeps growing as the day goes on. It keeps mounting until it becomes a fucking giant purple, not even a white elephant anymore. And it blows up, right? We have all been in the situation where we haven't dealt with shit effectively. Silent treatments, all of that. Now, if someone was to ask you, is that the best way to deal with a challenging situation. Is that the best way to deal with conflict? Of course, you would laugh and say like, no, that isn't the best way to deal with conflict. And that is in fact, a stupid and a childish and an immature way to deal with conflict. You don't just stay silent. You don't give people the silent treatment because of course that doesn't do anything to resolve literally anything, right? So, if someone wants to ask you, you would in fact say, no, that is, that's not the best way to deal with conflict and that's not the best way to deal with it. So why is it that we default into this kind of negative pattern? So if you become more aware of these negative patterns and you see yourself giving someone the silent treatment and you see yourself excluding yourself from the situation and pretending that it's not happening and it doesn't exist like now, you know, because you have developed more of an awareness that you are just defaulting in your old negative patterns. And if you have a greater level of self-awareness, then you can catch yourself doing it and you can stop it. So instead of doing this silent treatment like a four-year-old, you now know that that does not work. You know that that's a silly way to resolve or attempt to resolve conflict so you don't actually go into these negative patterns and you and you stay more present and you have you come up with more solutions rather than going back into the old you of how you dealt with situations in the past. And the last tip that I want to give is forgiveness. Now, I obviously don't know the situation of what caused the conflict for you because I'm not a fortune teller and you are going to be in a situation many, many times in the future where you are going to be in a position of conflict where you have different points of view, with a, whether it be a, a spouse, a girlfriend, a, a brother, a mother, whatever it may be. This isn't, just re, this isn't just advice for intimate relationships. This is friends, family, all of it. But forgiveness is one of those areas that it does take a lot of work. There is a process of time to go through. But if you can more times than not result into, resort back to forgiving the person and moving on, what it's going to do, it's going to do two things for you. Number one, it's going to help you to heal and live a healthier, more productive life. Because instead of constantly feeling this negative shit energy of butting heads with every Tom, Dick and Harry, you just have, you forgive and you let go. And instead of dragging all this emotional baggage with you along every single day of your life's journey, you just let it go and relinquish all of the stress and the baggage and the shit that comes with it. And you forgive yourself and you forgive the other person. It doesn't mean that you have to accept what it is that they've done to you, what it is that they've sent to, what it is that they've said, said to you. But having a greater level of forgiveness will help the entire situation, including first and foremost, you dealing with it more effectively. So that is it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. My hope is that you really got some value out of this podcast. My hope is that you learned something or maybe something that I have said has resonated with you and something has really struck a nerve with like thinking like, yeah, I have been in that situation many times. And yeah, what he's saying is true. So I hope that this has happened for you today on today's podcast. And most importantly, I hope you do something different with it. Because I say this all the time. If you learn something new, if you feel inspired by something that you haven't done before and you do nothing about making any changes to your life, to the way that you view things, to your process, if you do nothing different, then you have completely wasted an opportunity to do so. So make sure that you do Pick up something, pick up some little gold nuggets of what I have mentioned today. But most importantly, I want you to do something with this information as well. Otherwise, it is a complete waste of opportunity for you. So thank you so much for your attention. Thank you so much for your eyeballs. Thank you for your ears. I would love to hear back from you in the DMs if, you, if you're if you not comfortable with reaching down in the comments. If you want to hit me up in the DMs, which so many people do because they just don't want their shit to be broadcasted and I'm completely fine with that. So if you want to hit me up in the DMs and and chat on a further level with this, like I said, I'm definitely not a relationship expert, but I have learned a ton of shit along the way, mostly wrong, but some good stuff along the way that has helped me navigate a semi, I'd like to say, healthy relationship with my friends and family and obviously navigate the relationships with hundreds of my clients all across the world over the 14 years that I've been a personal trainer and a health coach. So thank you so much for your attention. Thank you so much for your eyeballs. We'll do it all again tomorrow for hashtag workout Wednesday. I hope you're having a beautiful start to the week. That's it from your coach, Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod Podcast. The number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words DadBot. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBot to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the